This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, this is Behind the Steel Curtain Editor Dave Schofield coming at you once again for some last-minute thoughts before the Pittsburgh Steelers take on the Carolina Panthers in Charlotte Sunday at 1 p.m. The Steelers only have two road games left. This is one of them. They will also be traveling to Baltimore. That's another short one um, in a couple weeks. So not, you know, not a big trip, not a long-distance trip here, but it's still on the road nonetheless, although it's going to be interesting to see because it's a very popular area for Steelers fans if uh, uh, exactly how the breakdown goes in the stadium at this time. Because believe it or not, these Carolina Panthers, they have a lot to play for. They have a lot to play for. We will get to that. First things first, will you get to see the game? It is on CBS. It's at 1 o'clock. This game is on a decent portion of the East Coast because – the Baltimore Ravens and Cleveland Browns played on Saturday. They played yesterday. Uh, the Browns did to the Ravens what the Steelers hoped to have done. The Ravens played a very clean game against the Steelers. They did not against the Browns, and that was the difference in the game. But I'm not here to talk about that game or the historic comeback that happened in the first game um, or, the, or the snow in the last game. Let's. We're, this is about the Pittsburgh Steelers game. So, as as they go, but I was saying, if you get the game on TV, you can go to behindthesteelcurtain.com. I think it's around 7.30 a.m. or so, Pittsburgh time. You can see the distribution map if you get the game. If you don't get the game, there are other avenues um, to, to try to see it. If you don't have NFL Game Pass, there's radio station, all this stuff that you can check into um, in the How to Watch article um, at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com as well. Who The Steelers going on the road to face the, some people say red-hot um, Carolina Panthers. They're, they've won two in a row. They've won two in a row, which is what the Steelers had done last week going into their game. The Panthers are looking to go three in a row and stay in their division race. So the odds for this game are the Carolina Panthers are the favorites at home by three points, by the typical three-point home spread. The over-under is 37.5. So once again, it looks to be a low-scoring game by the odds makers, and, and that's what they're going with. Now, let's check the weather because, remember, Weather was very interesting on Saturday. You had a dome in the first game. Then you had snow coming down in the second game and lots of snow around um, in the last game. But going to Charlotte, there's not going to be snow for the Steelers or any Steelers fans in attendance on Sunday. Uh, right now, for the day, it's supposed to be a high of 48 and sunshiny. When you look at the hourly forecast by kickoff, it is supposed to be sunshine, 45 degrees, 
eight mile an hour wind. It's not supposed to change. The wind's not supposed to change really at all. It's supposed to go up a little bit in temperature to 46. Should be a very nice day when it comes to weather there in Charlotte for the Steelers um, and the Panthers. So injury report. Let's check it out real quick of things that went down on Friday, and then we will update with the news from Saturday. First of all, the Steelers had two players with injury statuses. They were both listed as doubtful. They were quarterback Kenny Pickett and linebacker Miles Jack. Also, Coach Tomlin spoke to the media following practice on Friday and said that they would make an announcement of who is playing quarterback on Saturday. Um, they knew what they were going to do, but they weren't going to announce it yet. Let's go ahead and just get the Saturday announcements out of the way for the Steelers. The announcements came in the form of it was reported that it was going to be Mitch Trubisky. Then the Pittsburgh Steelers came out and they officially downgraded Kenny Pickett to being out. So he was no longer doubtful. He was out. They upgraded Miles Jack from being doubtful to being questionable. We'll see if that really uh, does a lot there. Um, if they're if that means could they give Miles Jack the uh, New Orleans Saints treatment, what they did during the Saints game. They had him active, didn't have him play. They had him there in case of emergency, didn't need him. He didn't play at all. Would they do? Would they prefer to do that rather than dress someone like rookie Mark Robinson? I, I don't know what they'll do. You'll have to wait later today to see the inactive list. So that was the moves um, for the Steelers when it came to injury. Just after that, then the Steelers officially announced that Mitch Trubisky will be the starting quarterback um, on Sunday, we'll see how all that plays out by tuning in. Now, for the Carolina Panthers, they had one player ruled out in linebacker Brandon Smith with an ankle, three players that were questionable, wide receiver DJ Moore with an ankle, uh, safety Xavier Woods with a knee, and wide receiver – I can never get this one out. right. LaVisca Chenault Jr. <laughs> I think I got it pretty close there um, with a shoulder that is questionable. It has been reported that DJ Moore is expected to play uh, that by one of the NFL insiders. I can't remember which one. We will have to see about that later. Now, when it comes to the Panthers' 4 p.m. moves, here's one that was kind of interesting. Brandon Smith, who was ruled out, they placed him on IR. He's, he was a rookie linebacker, got hurt last week against the – the Seahawks, he's going to be out for the rest of the regular season. What's interesting is this is straight from Panthers.com. I will read the last sentence of the article where they placed him on IR because I want you to know exactly what the Panthers said. The Panthers didn't make a corresponding roster move and now have 51 on the active roster after this week's release of defensive lineman Davion Nixon. So the Panthers released a player, put a player on IR, didn't sign anybody else, didn't promote anyone from the practice squad that I was able to find. Nothing at Panthers.com had it. So they're only going to have three inactive players on the list when it comes out. Um, or at least they should. That's all it should be. Um, so that's quite interesting that they're going into this saying, you know, they're not even worried about filling up their entire roster. But that's how the roster is shaped out. The Steelers did not make any moves with the practice squad. The only thing I thought would have been a possibility is if they decided um, with Chris Wormley out, if Carlos Davis was someone they wanted to have in place of someone else on the roster. The Steelers didn't choose to go that route. I don't blame them. 
Uh, we'll see if they have all their defensive linemen active or if one of them's inactive. Um, we'll see all that when the inactives come out later, as I keep saying. So we're going to go ahead and take our break real quick, come back with some quick thoughts uh, about the game and the implications and all those things. So stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, here we go. We are rolling on. I'm keeping this one nice and tight so far uh, for the Steelers' uh, last-minute thoughts. Okay, implications. Here we go. Pittsburgh Steelers, if they lose this game, they are 100% officially eliminated from postseason contention by everything that I have figured out. Um, maybe I shouldn't say 100%. I should say that they are. They would be eliminated with a loss. They could still be eliminated with a win. Um based on other things. I believe um, this week, I'm not hundred percent sure. I don't know how easy that is because of when you have multiple games left in the season, the tiebreakers get really tricky because there's still so many of them left. Um, but bottom line is if, if there's any postseason hopes for the Steelers, they have to win the game. Uh, a lot of Steelers fans realized, Hey, they had a chance to make some noise last week. They didn't do it. Now it's just about, you know, trying to roll into 2023. Some fans are wondering why would the Steelers, why do they even want to win this? You always want to win. And even the fans, some fans are like, well, I don't want them to win. Well, you don't want your team to, to excel at success and at a winning mentality. That's what I want. I want the, I always want the Steelers to win. Uh, I'm not worried about draft picks. I'm not worried about other things. I'm worried about the Steelers having an attitude for success. To me, that's more important than eight draft spots. That's just my opinion. You might feel differently. Um, so that's the implication for the Steelers. There's big implications for the Panthers. They are one game out of the NFC South because – the leader is Tampa Bay at six and seven. That's right. There's going to be a team leading. There's a team leading a division now with a losing record. Uh, the, there might be a team still leading the division with a losing record after this week. It all depends. Tampa hosts Cincinnati. Um, Carolina hosts the Steelers. There's a if Carolina wins and Tampa loses. They've they move into the lead there because they've already got the tiebreak over Tampa, but they still have Tampa left on their schedule. So that's something else to remember there um, for them. But we're not super worried about the Panthers moving forward. My point is they have a lot to play for. The Carolina Panthers have a lot to play for right now. So this is a very big game for them. When you talk about different X factors, um, I think the big thing with the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's going to be their defensive front being able to stop the run. The Panthers have had success recently because they were able to run the football effectively. The Steelers have struggled for six quarters to stop the run. Uh, I still put that more on the defensive front. Uh, the linebackers are getting are getting blockers getting to, the, to them too easily because they're not being absorbed by the defensive front. So therefore they really need to step up and be able to, to, to stop the run this week. Um, and when it comes to the offense, my biggest thing is say, get the lead, 
take care of the football. You know, you can't have three interceptions like last week. You know, take away one of those interceptions, the Steelers likely win that game. You can't have those kind of interceptions. You don't even want any. You can't have that. Take care of the football. Hopefully be able to run it effectively, you know, pass efficiently. I think getting a lead would be huge for the Pittsburgh Steelers in this game, not just because I laid all that out in my Steelers Stat Geek podcast on Thursday. Go back and check that out if you didn't. It's crazy the records um, that the Steelers have when they have a a lead at the end of the first quarter versus when they're trailing. It's it's extremely telling. And the, the Panthers have almost a similar record when it comes to heading into the fourth quarter. But I think if the Steelers, it's not just about those stats and everything. If they can get the lead and force the Panthers to have to throw the ball with Sam Darnold, uh, things of that nature, I don't know that that's something that they're wanting to do a lot. So that would that would be that would be good. When a team just wants to run the ball and you force them to not have to run the ball, we saw what happened in towards the end of the game um, on Saturday when the Baltimore Ravens couldn't just run the ball when they were down by too much and they had to keep pushing things. It was not good. It was not good at all. And I look back and say, if the Steelers could have forced that on the Ravens, man, they could have, they, they could have blown them out in that game. And if the Steelers could force that on Carolina, that would be a good thing as well. So I, all in all, I really want to see the Steelers take down a team that's actually a team that's on the rise. They haven't played a team on the rise. You can say they kind of played a team on the rise in Indy after they, you know, they 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 beat uh who was that? The the I can't think of their names, the Raiders, because the Steelers are gonna be playing them soon. Um, they they beat the Raiders, they lost to Philly by a point, and everyone's like, Oh, Indy's this team on the rise. They were they were still coming off a loss when the Steelers played them and beat them. This is a team coming off two straight wins and was playing better. You know, even the Ravens, they, they were not coming in last week, a team that was playing very well. So I think this is a team that's on the rise. If the Steelers could come out and show what they can do there, I just think there's an awful lot that this team can learn about themselves. It's all, To me, it's the biggest thing is playing a clean game. If you can play a clean game as much as possible, you're going to put yourself in a much better situation to win. So there you go. That's the last minute thoughts. If you did not check out all of our podcasts, leading up to this game and you're like, hey, I just checked this one out. I got some time before the game. Make sure if you didn't, check out Touchdown Under. Check out State of the Steelers. Check out Six Pack with Tony. Check out the Steelers pregame show. Um, or if you didn't even get Friday's Let's Ride yet, go, go back and get that. There's still time before the game that you could do that. But uh, also wanted to let you know we'll be right back. Myself, Jeff Hartman, Brian Anthony Davis with the Steelers postgame show following the game. Um, you know, give us, you know, listen to Mike Tomlin's press conference at the end, cover that real quick. And then we were pretty much ready to go. So we'll be able to do that. And then we'll be right back with our regular schedule with some uh, winners and losers podcasts on Monday. Lots of stuff at behindthestillcurtain.com. We'll have the article, whether we're going to look at the, look at giving out a game ball or looking at the game changing moment. Um, I'll break down the numbers. We'll have grades, all kinds of great stuff. So make sure you're sticking with us throughout. Hey, it's it's been an up and down 2022 for the Pittsburgh Steelers with a lot more down than up. 
But, hey, I would just like to see them being a team on the rise to finish the season that can really help um, with the mentality going into the offseason. It, 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 it really would do a lot. And, this, and if this team can come together and get a win while Kenny Pickett is out, if Kenny Pickett's able to come back, then to me I think that it just continues to, to make things even better. So, whoo. Here we go. I'm ready for this game. We only got four of them left, so you've got to enjoy them. And as we say, to finish this out, go Steelers. 